This my This 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 my This 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 Welcome, everyone. Jeremy, you already have the wrong camera angle. Bring up camera, studio camera, cam two. Bring up cam two. There we go. Hey, friends, welcome to the 21 Gun Podcast, the official podcast of the Irreverent Warriors. Tonight, we are finally saying goodbye to the shit show, which was 2020. Now, I'm not going to mention that name anymore. (laughs) The rule of this episode is you don't say that they almost said it right it's going to be the year that we shall not mention how about that the year we shall not mention and if you do mention it you have to drink now you know drink enough that you're not uh, you're being responsible that's what we want we want responsible drinkers on this show uh before we start when i was looking i was doing some show prep for this i found this advertisement they're not a sponsor they're not a sponsor this is one of those fair use things but check out uh this video i thought it was the perfect example of what 2020 meant for all of us. Satan? Hi. Two zero. Two zero. Please. Call me 2020. So where are you from? Cool. Me too. Call me or save me. I've been feeling so alone. I keep <laughs> Hot pepper. For you, but you never come. It's in my head. I don't know what to think. He knelt to the ground and pulled out a ring and said, Mary. dumpster fire all right you can pull that down (laughs) yeah that was 2020 for us we're gonna do a recap of the air hopefully won't be talking too much about the shitty parts of it i remember well i don't want to get too ahead of myself because we have a bunch of bunch of guests coming on tonight and we're gonna go over a bunch of the things that happened this year including the toilet paper what i still don't understand the toilet paper thing i have no idea what that was all about in fact i saw it trending and i i I was like, what? I don't, maybe because I don't buy the toilet paper for the house or whatever, but I had no idea what that meant. So, anyways, we're going to recap the year. I already mentioned rule of the episode is we don't say 2020 from this point on. Uh, Sound good? Also, I have a ton of tidbits that we'll randomly bring up during the show. Um, I know 2020 is something that we want to forget about, but you always have to remember that the first step in healing is talking about it. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, if you're listening or watching this broadcast, head over to irreverentwarriors.com and check out the one of, I don't know, I said one, the, the 70 hikes that are going to come next year. That's unbelievable. That's a crazy number considering when I came on with this organization, there was like 35 hikes. 
70 hikes next year. Sign up for one. Uh, get your buddies to sign up for one. Drag people to them. Get someone out to this hike. That's going to be your job. I'm tasking you, everyone who's watching, everyone who's an irreverent warrior, to bring one person that's never been to a hike uh, to a hike this year. You got 70 to choose from. You can even do all 70 if you want. I'll give a million. To, no, I won't. Um, but yeah, you can please come out and share that. So head over to reverentwarriors.com. Uh, of course, head over to uh, uh, 21 Gun. You got to spell that out. 21 Gun, T-W-E-N-T-Y for the Marines. Uh, OneGun.net to find everything about 21 Gun. We got our shirts. We got our uh, bios. We got links. We got episode archives. People don't realize that this used to not be uh, a live show. It was actually a uh, interview type show. And I had a lot of people. We had um, Alan West on, Colonel Alan West, congressman. We had a congressman on this show, which is kind of strange to think about. We had Rudy Reyes on. We had a crazy year. So uh, head over to 21gun.net. Our first guest for tonight is none other then Mama Bear herself, Cindy McNally. Cindy is or was an active duty Army and Texas National Guard veteran. She's the founder and past president of Wilco Blue Star Mothers, the Blue to Gold Liaison for Families of Central Texas KIAs. KIAs. She's a member of the Daughters of the American Revolution and has also served on the executive board of directors for Heroes Nights Out, Sertoma, and Wreaths of... It keeps going on. This list is long. And Wreaths for Vets, Friends of Central Texas State Veterans Cemetery. She also volunteers with Carry the Load, Reveille Call, Fisher House, Honor and Remember, VFW, and other veteran organizations. So now that I lost my voice for all those things she does, bring her up, Jeremy. All right, you're on out. There you go. Hey, Mama, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing and awesome. That's awesome. It looks like you guys are actually having fun. This is wonderful to see people doing this on, on New Year's 2021. Yeah, we're actually on a Savannah River boat on the nice. Savannah River. And we're going to ring in 2021 in, in a few minutes. Yeah, not that um, far away. Pretty amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, probably the coolest party that I've seen uh, easily this year. I have a question with all your, you, I don't know if you could hear, but I was reading your, your resume before I brought you on. With everything that you do, how do you discover an extra 10 hours every day? How do you discover that? <laughs> this is my life. I live and breathe what I do. And um, yeah, our family was just destined to do this and when I got, when I went to our first night, we realized this is where we belong. This was our community. And ever since then, I've been putting everything I have into this organization. So, um, yeah, my love tank is full. My heart is at peace. And I am on fire for 2021. That's awesome. You're like the Doe Rogan of VSO people because he had this whole episode where he talked about how he gets time to do everything in a given day. And um, I wish I could figure out how to do that. Um, my first question or my second question rather is uh, of all the hikes that we did this year, how, how did we, what do you gauge our success considering we did this during uh, a pandemic that none of us have seen in our lifetimes? We have persevered when other organizations weren't able to, to do anything. Everything was canceled this year, and we were able to, to pull off 45 hikes. Nice. We had 54, 55 scheduled initially, but we pulled off 45 in spite of civil unrest, in spite of COVID, in spite of everything else. So that in itself, the numbers speak for themselves. 
but more importantly, it's the testimonials after every single hike that we get back. We are, not only are we touching lives, we are saving lives. And that's how I, that's how I judge success. Nice. That goes into my second question or my third question. I'm ahead of myself here. Uh, 2020 was a shit show. What is a glimmer of hope or silver lining that you brought out of 2020? I'm sorry. Say again. Uh, any silver linings out of 2020? What's a glimmer of hope that you saw, even though we went through all those challenges that you're like, ah, this is working. This is what we're here for. Yeah. Again, it's, uh, we were not deterred in any way. And, um, we have scheduled 70 hikes for 2021. We have not slowed down one single bit. Our fundraising is on par. We have uh, sponsorships coming on board and in corporate partners and corporate sponsors. 2021 is just, it's unlimited in what the possibilities are. Sure. And again, we all look at numbers and 2020 was far more successful than even 2019. Again, in spite of COVID and civil unrest and all the other craziness. So we expect 2021 to, um, to almost double. Nice. And with 70 hikes, how much further do you see this growing? Do you see 100 hikes? Do you see 120 hikes? Like, where, where are you just kind of letting this thing go and see where it goes? Yep. You're going to have to repeat that, Kevin, because we are passing some. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I wish I was on a boat in Savannah right now, too. But okay. Um, my question for you was uh, with 70 hikes next year. Nope, not that way. What do you see for 2022? Can, are we, can we grow from there? Can we go to 100 hikes, maybe 120 hikes? Yeah, we've, we've got too much static to hear what you're saying, my dear. Ah. No worries. No worries. If you can hear me at all, no worries. Enjoy your 2021. Uh, thank God we'll say goodbye to uh, 2020. I think we're all waiting for that. Um, if you can hear me at all, do you have any parting wishes you want to uh, uh, tell the folks of IW? Yes. Don't let what has happened in 2020 slow you down or deter you in any way. What has happened this year, in spite of all the craziness, should inspire you to dig in and and drive forward for 2021. Nice. Thank you very much. And I will see you definitely on... I'm going to try to make a lot of hikes. We've got seven in North Carolina this year. Uh, I don't know if I can make all seven. That's a, that's a lot for me, but uh, I will try to see you at at least one of those and maybe someday make it down to Texas because that's been one of my uh, uh, on my goals to go down to that one. Round Rock. Round Rock. You guys have a bunch, though. You guys do one over in Dallas, Fort Worth and all that. So uh, happy New Year's, Merry Christmas and all that other good stuff. And I will see you on a hike. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's to everybody out there. And you are my soul and you are my, my family. I appreciate everything that every one of you do and the, uh, the impact you've had on my life. Nice. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Jeremy, our next guest isn't quite ready yet. So why don't you hop up real quick? There you are. Where are you right now? Your, your mic is off. Going solo, man. I'm currently in a undisclosed place in Virginia with a safe amount of people while properly social distancing with other reasons. 
an undisclosed location in a bunker with sequins and uh, glitter lights. What do you call those? <laughs> glitter lights. Yeah, they're strobe, like a strobe, <laughs> strobe light. lights. Dude, strobe first light off, type thing. I got to take this jacket off. Nah, man, you got to rock it. You got to rock it. I'm starting to sweat. First comes off the jacket. Ugh, first comes off the jacket, then comes off the shirt. Beyond do that. it. Bring Beyond it that, we'll see how nudie we get tonight. Um, this is actually extremely late for me to be doing a show. Uh, I am usually yeah. sleeping right now because I have. I was children. gonna say, I'm, 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 I'm sure you were probably past your, uh, your geriatric night, but man, you so being far up beyond it, so yo, far beyond it. I, the last week, man, it's been asleep either early as hell or late as hell. So I get it, man. Have you noticed uh, what is growing back on Kevin Sullivan? Finally, his beard. We can finally stop yes. making fun of him. What's funny is my kid saw me today and he's like, I kind of, I'm going to miss your mustache. <laughs> I'm like, dude, the mustache is going to be there. There's just going to be a heck of a lot of other hair that's uh, associated with it. Just waiting to add the rest. That's all. Yeah. I miss my, I've, I've missed my beard since I shaved. I sound like a little bitch, but I've missed it for the last two months and I'm very excited to have it grow back. Now I just need to, I'm like pulling on it. I'm like, come on, motherfucker, grow better, grow better, grow faster. Hey, man, you want this to grow out and this to go away. That's all you need. Now you need to go bald. I'm not going to shave my head. I'm not Joe Rogan. <laughs> Our next guest is going to be Dan Sharp from uh, Pop Smoke. Uh, we're just waiting for him to pop up. I don't see him. If he you see here. him, you, he is he here. Yes. Let's. Well, yeah, I'll do a little intro and then we'll bring him up. Um, you guys might know him from Pop Smoke Podcast. No, I said that wrong. He is with the Smoke Pit Podcast, Pop Smoke Media, creator of the dankest of dank memes. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Sharp. Hi everyone. What's happening, brother? So, you hear me so all right? yeah, we hear you. We hear you great. Uh, what are you doing this this New Year's? What are you doing to say goodbye to this freaking shit show of a year? Well, my friends, I went to Hobby Lobby and uh, spent like three hundred bucks to change a part of my basement into like a little restaurant, and I put my <laughs> cool. uh, my girlfriend down there on a on a date, nice. and I figured um, I'm too ugly not to treat her well, and so yeah, <laughs> I got a try to make the nice evening for her so that way uh she stays with me nice nice um what has 2020 done for you as your because i'm always trying to figure out what we do and, and i haven't seen yeah. you in probably a year and a half uh since the last burb is i miss going to burb because that's where i get to actually see everybody that i talk to throughout the year um but what has 2020 done for you in your endeavors in your creativity in your uh, memes and your podcasting well um it kind of made me take a step back a little bit from it and I didn't post nearly as much content this year as I usually do, but I feel like the content that I posted was actually better and I was able to work on myself a little bit more. I lost like 40 pounds. I read books I always wanted to read. I um, made deals that I had been kind of waiting to, to make. And so I found the more that I progressed myself, the more I was able to start taking uh, joy in the things that I create again. Awesome. Burb is not being able to go to Burb is and see everybody uh, in and of itself was a microcosm of this year. The comforts of what we used to have is now missing. Um, heading up to the MGM, having some drinks, meeting really cool people like uh, Andre Rush. He, that guy was awesome. I don't know if yeah. you met him last year. Um, another side note, I, I realized you, this is the third time you've been on the show. And I think now <laughs> you, you have, you're the most visited guest. It seems weird because you haven't been on in a while, but uh, we had Tanner Isker that was going to come on. He's the the uh, creator or the host of the VA podcast. Um, yeah. 
but he cannot make it tonight because he's old like me. But look at <laughs> I'm staying. I'm staying up. Uh, when people say 2020 drink, what will be the first thing you think of? And let's say this is like 20 years down the line. Someone says, hey, remember in 2020, what's going to be the first thing that comes to your mind? I think it will kind of either really cemented the the way that we move forward or we'll all have kind of woken up and realized some of the things that we as a society can change. And I, I kind of feel like this will, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, I kind of feel like this will be one of those valves that you can look through. Because like you, if you're, you know, familiar with emergency medicine, you have veins and they break down into smaller branches and they go out. And so like, you know, if you have a, a bleed in the calf, you could stop it at the femoral. And I feel like 2020 is kind of like the femoral where, you know, now all this pent up anger and frustration and uh, fear and doubt that people had going through this pandemic, it's going to get channeled into a lot of different things. And we'll be able to kind of see this and be like, okay, were we able to take care of the things that we've been wanting to take care of? Or is this going to be where our generation failed? Sure. Uh, I think it was bad. It was definitely bad for a lot of people. Um, but when you look at it, it wasn't as bad as the 1918 flu. Um, wasn't as bad as the Great Depression. And again, I know if you lost your, if you lost a loved one or you lost your restaurant or whatever, it's, it's just as bad as the 1918 flu for you. But I'm saying in general, the general public, um, it wasn't as bad as the Battle of the Somme where like a million people died in a matter yeah. of months. Um, I think having a decent respect for history and understanding that, yes, just because you're a millennial or a Zoomer, or I guess I'm a Gen X, just because we've had such a good life over the last 40 years, doesn't mean that we are immune to hardship. And, yeah. and I think having something like this, it, it kind of, it gives you that demon or it gives you that dragon to slay. And, and, and in a way, I think it's kind of good for people. I think it's good for us to say, oh yeah, uh, you know, uh, life isn't as bad as I make it out to be. I, life isn't, you know, people look at social media and they try to judge themselves by what other people are putting up and stuff and they get in these depressions right. and everything. And what this does is it just kind of, it, it makes you look inside and say, hey, life is actually not that bad at its worst. Yeah, I feel like uh, I was just talking about this the other day with my co-host, um, AJ, and I would kind of give America like a B minus on this pandemic. Uh, within a very short amount of time, they were able to get this vaccine up. Um, you know, with like you were saying, with all respect to, you know, people who have suffered hardship through this, um, I think, you know, we've all at least to some third degree of separation known someone who's been affected by this. Um, but for for all intents and purposes, like um, things could have been much worse. Uh, you look at some of the, the things that we've been through as a country before and you know, when people in World War II, they were just without steel for a while. Uh, you know, there was uh, a lot of fear that you were going to get sent overseas and, and die. And there was a lot of hardships and people had to take on new roles and responsibilities. And this was right after, like you said, the flu and the depression. And so you kind of look at like how our logistics was set up. Um, I think that, you know, we didn't let city cities like well, I mean, besides like military bases with brown water and Flint and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, just like the normal things we we fail on. But it's not like we just completely drop the ball and just, you know, uh, well, I mean, with the exception of some nursing homes in, in Massachusetts, oh, yeah, those are yeah. super unfortunate, um, you know, some other cases like that. But I think overall, like we could have done a lot worse than this, but there was also a lot of room for improvement. Sure. I think that the, well, I don't, we don't get put into politics here, but let's just say the, 
the people in charge. I think they yeah. didn't give us enough credit in that it, it it's in our DNA as Americans to persevere, to, to, you know, face adversity and to come out the other side. And, and, you know, some people might not be able to handle that. I like to have, I have these dad isms. So when I raise my kids, I like to think what they will think of when they're in their forties and be like, yeah. Oh, my dad used to always say this. And one of my dad isms is appreciate your refrigerator, right? It sounds silly, but you can bitch and complain about everything, right? You can, oh, my phone yeah. broke or whatever, but come downstairs and look at that magic box in your kitchen that gives you fresh water, <laughs> gives you fresh food, and is literally eons ahead of what anyone who lived before, yeah. say, in the last 75 years ever had. And it's those simple things that you go, oh, yeah, life isn't that bad. I live, yeah. in, in fact, I would say most Americans, uh, I would say most, I mean, I know there's some that, that you know, obviously don't live to this level. Uh, level, but you know, homeless and all that. But most Americans live better than probably 99.999% of all humans who have ever lived before us. Yeah. Uh, a thousand percent. Uh, just the other day, the, uh, the, the line on the water pipe and in, in our fridge, uh, broke. And so we had to order a new part and it's coming in, you know, things are a little delayed. Uh, but you know, it's on the way. And so last night I went into the fridge and I went to get some ice for my beverage and, but the, the, the water line was broke. So I didn't have any ice in my freezer and we don't, we didn't have any ice cream, uh, ice uh, cube trays cause we had an ice maker. And so I'm sitting there with this warm ass glass and I'm like, what am I back in Iraq? Like, I was like, I have gotten so pampered thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, my friend. I hope you pull through it. Yeah. Cool. So what do you have now that we're through this shit show of a year? What do you have planned for 2021 with Pop Smoke Media, with your your podcast, with, you know, all the other stuff you do? Oh, You're like Cindy. Man. You got like 48 things that you do. Uh, I, I think that we, we try to keep some cl uh, cards close to the vest uh, because uh, we, you know, we don't want to come off like we're you know, doing too much and we can't focus on what we have going on. But that being said, uh, we just launched the, the fourth season of podcast this weekend. We have nice um, a, an Emmy winning uh, Marine veteran. He got out of the Marine Corps and started a career in, in sound editing and he just won an, an Emmy. He's going to be our guest on the show. Um, David was um, in a little bit before me, but uh, he <laughs> he's got a awesome just, sense of humor. You just called him old. I just heard that. You called him old. <laughs> well, I think that was more just me acknowledging the fact that I'm boot to him, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you got to have that respect for the senior Lance Corporal, or in this case, you know, like the senior Master Sergeant. Right, right. <laughs> so what what was that called again? Uh, that That's the Smoke Pit Podcast. Oh, uh, Smoke Pit. Find, I thought you said yeah. it was a different name or something like that. Um, so as far as that goes, brother, man, the moment I am getting a vaccine and then they're like handing me my like stamp to go on my passport, yeah. I'm going to be booking a flight on my phone. Nice. nice. I cannot wait to get back out of the country. Uh, yeah. because I feel like the more that I travel overseas, the more that I love my country. Right. And the more things that I'm able to bring from across the world and back, which I feel like is the most American thing you could do. Because we have, uh, you know, more uh, immigrants here than any other country, more immigrant college students or ex foreign college students. Both my parents uh, came from outside the, the mainland and came to the US. The US. So I'm, I'm the first one to be born and raised in the continental US in my family. And like kind of being that, that first generation American and exploring in the Marine Corps and, you know, meeting these guys that I had nothing in common with, 
you know, like you had like the dude who used to steal radios in, in uh, Brooklyn. Then you have like the dude who's from the town in South Carolina with one um, stoplight and you get them to in a tent and you hear them just shit talking all night yeah. and just being funny as hell. Like you, you, it's, it's hard to find those places. So like when you go out and you experience these cultures uh, everywhere that I've been, it's been a couple dozen countries. All they want to do is just like show you their food and their music and their dancing and like their culture and stuff. And they're like, oh, well, have you ever had this? Well, you have to have authentic Peruvian, you know, uh, ceviche or, you know, you have to have an authentic, you know, Russian uh, vodka. Like all they want to do is share their, their culture with you and you get to experience these wonderful things and then bring it back to a country that is so diverse that you can share those things with your friends. And, you, you know, whatever your friend's background is, they can show you their traditions and their food and their culture. And you can bring that too. And like, you just get to enjoy the best of the world. Cause I'll, I'll tell you what, when like, when, uh, when I was in uh, Honduras, like I couldn't go on my phone and DoorDash like 57 <laughs> different restaurants. That's right. You know? Like if you were in Honduras, like you, you got Honduran food, like that's, that, that was your option. But here, like I can order, you know, 27 different types of genres of food and just experience the best the world has to offer it and put it in my magic box in my kitchen yeah, that that's will right. Keep it, uh, <laughs> keep it fresh, and so I can eat that the next day. Nice. Uh, are we going to see you on any Silky's hikes coming up? Um, well, There's seventy, been, seventy for you to choose from. Yeah, I've um, I've I've been in works with Grunt Style a lot, and I know they've been kind of um, a big supporter of uh, the Silky's hikes. We just, that's right. You guys just did the Silky hike across America, mm -hmm. and. And so I, I know that uh, I'll, I'll probably end up meeting up with some of those guys at at least one or two of the hikes this year. Nice, nice. Um, well, we got a bunch of guests coming on, dude. Thank you for checking in. Uh, yeah. Something you, you had mentioned there about traveling and everything, for the people who are watching right now, uh, if you're interested in learning about Dan's story, he actually, didn't you started by going down to Cuba, right? You just kind of put a team together, like we're gonna go make a documentary. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was in Guantanamo Bay and they wouldn't let us leave the the compound. And so I just sat there for six months, like staring at that fence, wondering what the fuck was on the other side. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I got out, I, uh, I put a team together and um, I took them down to Havana on a culture to culture exchange visa, which was allowed at the time. And we spent uh, five days just uh, enjoying Havana and all the magic it has to offer. Nice. Well, awesome, dude. Uh, where do you want me to point people to? Uh, Pop Smoke Media? Um, yeah, you can check out The Smoke Pit. Uh, we're on iTunes and Apple. Um, also, uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Round uh, Canopy Parachute Team. They're an awesome organization. If you... Um, you know, if you were ever airborne, if you ever want to get into it, we just did a, a, a big partnership with that, with Grunt Style, where we did an event with them and honored a bunch of uh, old salt dogs. We had um, Pee Wee Herman, who is a 99-year-old D-Day veteran nice. and Market Garden veteran. So two combat jumps and he came out and jumped with his son, who's like 70. Like wow. it was it was wild. So if you, if you ever want to hang your knees in the breeze, uh, come on out, airborne. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks for coming on. I wish you the best for 2021, and maybe we'll um, meet again up in Burbiz. Hopefully, Burbiz will happen. I'm vaxxed. You don't realize that. I got the vaccination. Nice. So I haven't grown a third nipple yet, but yeah. I'm keeping my eyes out for those things. I, I have lactated uh, for the last two days. But... All right, man. Thanks for coming on, brother. All right. I all have a happy new year. Love you guys. Awesome. Jeremy, I, I realized yes, something. Where are, where are you? Where are you I'm right here, man. I don't see you.
That's because I'm right here. Now you made me lose my train of thought here. Um, I had that oh, effect yeah, on he, people. He, was, he just mentioned something about, uh, you know, the 99-year-old guy with the 70-year-old son. Uh, we were, not that long ago, we were at a doctor's office, and uh, this guy was sitting next to us, and he was he was old. He obviously looked old, and we start talking to him, and he's like, I'm 105 years old. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. 105 years old? This was in it's probably 10 years ago. So 2010. And he was talking about his kids. And then naturally when people talk about their kids, you pitch your kids, right? You pitch right. young people. Um, and then he was like, yeah. And then my son uh, passed away a few years ago and I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm sorry. And he's like, well, he lived a good life. So we looked up his son cause he told us his name. We looked up his son, his son died at like 85. Wow. <laughs> his son died at 85. That's insane. I hope I live well, no, not so long. My kids, I bet so long that my kids are old, like they're too old to take care of that's, me. That would be super cool. It's a hell of a life. That's for sure. Yeah. No kidding. And then he got up uh, true story. He got up out of his chair and he, he maintained the shape of the chair. Like he popped up and couldn't stand up straight. Oh no. Pulls out a walker and he walks out to his car. Uh, Oh no. Yeah. That's the other thing. He walks out of the parking lot. I'm like, Oh, you know, one of those vans are going to pick him up. Maybe one of the DAV vans or something. No, he folds up the, the walker, tosses in the back of the car and gets in 105 years old, gets in his car and drives away. So, yo, that's awesome. Something to pull up from that. Uh, I'm looking in the green room. We have, we have Dan, Dan, uh, Mallard is on here. I'm expecting to hop on. We got some, we got, here we go. What's up, brother. We, can you hear me? Oh yeah, there you go. I can hear you, bud. I welcome didn't know you were going to be on. Welcome, welcome. Well, How's... well, I know with the with the time thing there, so I figured I'd go ahead say come it. Come on a little bit. And I totally like... fucked up the time for. Nah, a lot I of fucked people. up the talk. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> this is what I did. I I was talking to Ron, who's uh, who's who's in the green room. Yep, there he is. He see see what's weird is I see him, but no one else sees him. Well, maybe you see him, Jeremy. I always see him. Anyways, uh, I was talking to Ron and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hop on it at 8 p.m. And then I'm talking to Nate and I'm like, he's like, what time should I come on? And I'm, well, first he was like, uh, Donnie might come on. So I'm like, okay, tell Donnie to be on at 8.15. What time should I come on? Oh, 8.30 or whatever. And it just didn't click in my head that I was dealing with totally two different time zones. So uh, what are, where are we at now? 11.15, so five hours ago, <laughs> 11, 10, 9, 8, three hours ago, I had people who were waiting to be on the show and I was just sitting on my couch, just enjoying watching nothing. That's, that's, good, that's my story. <laughs> so, uh, so what's new with you? What are you expecting in 2021 and how happy are you that 2020 is going to be in our rear view mirror? Good, man. But I, I tell you what, I'm not as, um, disgruntled as some folks with the, with, with the year. I mean, yeah, it's, it sucked miserably, right? I don't there... want to hear you. I don't want to hear positivity. <laughs> We're curmudgeons on this show. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Dan is one of those guys, you know, those people where you're like, you you get your steak and it's rotten and you're like, what the fuck is this? And then like, well, you know, hey, hold on. It's probably just, <laughs> and you know what? That's a good thing. That's a good thing. It just annoys people like me who are always angry. So <laughs> that's because yeah. reason. He's always looking for the bright side, no matter how dark it is. That's right. that's He'll probably live is. to be 105 because of that. He doesn't have no. any stress or anything like that. Nah. So yeah. I do too much to myself to do that, but, uh, <laughs> so, so what is the silver lining of, uh, of 2020, 2020, 2020 that you are, are holding with you dear to your heart? You know, and I'll, I'll tie this to the hikes. Like it's, it's this, it's, it's 
and Cindy said it, and I think Dan said it too. Dude, it's just it's the resilience of the of the people, um, and just wanting to continue to you know keep marching on and and doing their thing. And um, you know, politics aside, there's a lot of people that aren't happy. There's a lot of people that are in really bad spots, and and mm -hmm. that's cool. you know we we. I don't want to say that's cool because that's really not cool. But I mean, um, I, I think it's interesting that over the years, and, and I was thinking about this a little bit earlier, like what does our generation have, right? So you, you think about the greatest generation, they had, you know, the, depre the depression, the war and things like that. Like, what do we have? Like, if this is what we have, you know, this is a telling year. This is a, this is a year when you can look at yourself and be like, holy crap, was, was I, decent was i a jerk like what like what happened what did i learn um and i think you know overall when you look at like 21 and gun you look at um, the nonprofits, you look at warriors obviously with the hikes and what we've done man I, th I think the resiliency um and the commitment to each other has been amazing so sure. i think yeah. that's a huge positive i think um so nate just texted me nate i'm on we're, we're live. I can't text you back. <laughs> so yes, come on the show if you can hear me somehow. But um, he just asked if you want to be on the show, but whatever. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I agree with that. I agree that 2020 did show a lot of, you know, the good side and that we're not going to let, what's that saying? We don't know, leave no man behind. And, and we didn't, you know, we started off with things like doing movie nights on stupid zoom freaking hate zoom at this point in my life. But anyways, <laughs> doing stuff like that. And then finally we got the hikes back, uh, uh, happening. Um, you know, and, and the weird, th it's not weird. The good thing about irreverent words and what we do is that let's say all we could get was one hike off this year. Just let's just say that's all we could do because the people, the powers that be shut us down, we would still have affected a life. Uh, doing that. So that that's what gives me the drive to just keep going. You know, next year, 70. Uh, I asked this to Cindy, and maybe you can answer. <laughs> you might sure. answer out of school. I don't know. With 70 hikes next year, wh where do we grow from here? Are you guys looking at 100 hikes for 2022 and 150 and 500 by 2030? Like, what's, what's the end game? So um, we, we've talked a lot about this, just uh, candidly. Um, like what, what's next, right? And I, I think what you'll see isn't necessarily um, hikes, but here's what I'll tell you. So our mission's very pointed. We bring veterans together, all right? So yes, hikes have been a focal point, but what I think, and I think what the community has been asking for is, hey man, not just hikes, like the things between the hikes. So other events, whatever they are, right? If it's just, if it's a matter of, you know, your local communities just getting together and, and, and doing regular meetups, um, I think that's fantastic. But I think um, where we might see the biggest growth, if you will, from a, you know, and I don't wanna say that, and I'm not gonna speak out of turn here, but I think, um, I don't think necessarily it's gonna be, hey, we're gonna just expand massively on the hike scale. I think we will. Um, but I think it'll also come with other type of events, you know, whatever that is. Do you, uh, do you think it'll turn into more of something like, uh, um, like it is a veterans organization now, but it's more of a veterans event. You go to these events, do you think it's going to turn into something like a model of a VFW or, a, a IAVA, Iraq and Afghanistan veterans or something like that? 
I, you know, I don't know. I mean, candidly, I don't, you know, again, I don't want to speak out of turn. I, I don't know. I, if it'll turn into brick and mortar, if that should mean, I, I don't think, um, I just don't think the, the, the primary base of our organization um, it is going to ever be brick and mortar, if that makes sense. And right, that's, right. Not, that's not a negative thing. Please don't, uh, I don't want anybody to think that's a negative thing. Um, I, I just don't think that's our setting. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I think, um, you know, as long as we do one, you know, one to two primary things, which is bring veterans together and prevent suicide. I think growth and success means a lower veteran suicide rate period. However, however that occurs. So, sure. yeah. And, uh, one of the worst things about 2020 is the, um, the uptick in veteran suicide actually it was an uptick in suicide across the board. Uh, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's that isolation. That's the freaking killer. And that's what we try to get rid of and people don't think about that. They don't think about that. They say, oh, something with a 99.997% survivability for people under the age of 50, we really need to lock them down and keep them isolated. Uh-oh, I might be getting into the politics realm here. So <laughs> I will tiptoe back out. You're not. You're and not. say that those rules are fucking bullshit. But anyways, I'll, I'll tiptoe back out because it's not my business that the hierarchy likes to shut us down. But with... <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, listen, Dan, are, are you going to stay on? Can we put you, because we're going to do a countdown at about 1140. No, no. <laughs> Am I stupid? We're going to do the countdown, obviously, like 10 seconds or 30 seconds prior to, to 2021. But I'm going to bring everyone on and it's going to be yeah. loud and raucous. So, yeah, feel free to hang out in the green room. Yep. I will and, we, and we will bring out our next guest. Ladies and gentlemen, you might know him as Ron Ripley uh, from Vet TV. He is actually, you know I don't know much about him. <laughs> <laughs> see here's the truth about it right i'm always like i'm such a shit talker i'm like oh yeah vet tv oh but i don't have time to watch anything i mean every now and then i'll catch a little bit if i'm on the shitter but i don't i don't have much time to watch anything but i believe he was from kill die laugh might have been i don't know um yeah i'm just a, a hypocrite do you know what fuck it let's bring him on which he, i just saw him pop up jeremy jumped the gun but it's okay I'll allow him to do that uh and have him explain to us who fuck the yeah. hell you are besides being an air force an airborne warrior well well i come i come preloaded so i'm so unprepared um but thank you so much for that i uh look at that do you know what he just did he whipped he whipped out his he whipped out his vet tv penis and just laid it on the table and said <laughs> it's time to measure <laughs> oh my god listen uh thank you so much uh for having us and i hope everyone's having a, a, a fucking awesome goddamn new year um uh i've been in the green room about ready to pop this entire time like, guys <laughs> saw you down there <laughs> first off like fuck 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 yes you guys are killing it i love irreverent warriors i love what you guys are doing I'm over at Vet TV and I, I just started partying with you guys this year and it has been, it's been fucking mind blowing. So, um, I'm, I'm so happy to, I, I love being here and I'll, I'm going to suck your dick all fucking night. Nice. Uh, nice. Dan Sharp, you are awesome, dude. You were like, you look like if Zach Galifianakis was a fucking military contractor. Do you know, uh, do you know Dan Sharp? Do you know, uh, you I've never met him one? personally, but I want to give him a fucking back rub after he's a, funny ass dude uh really down to earth he's got like I, i'm gonna make this number up but he's got like a half a million followers on all his social media he's just the dude knows how to make a meme that's i mean he's a meme god 
he was talking about grunt style and you were talking about hikes uh san antonio san antonio i'm gonna be there uh and you were talking about growing 70 hikes this year i i have personally a plan to be at, at at least a dozen of them nice um, nice. and starting off with hawaii so but if if dan is in san antonio let's connect let's get weird you beautiful haired man i believe he's in virginia virginia beach that's where i believe he is but i again i make stuff up but there's a microphone in front of my face so it makes me the authority hey before we get too into this i want to pull up a video here real quick Rocket there's a reason there's a reason why i'm bringing this up jeremy can you pull up the uh ron video got you right now whatever video this is i just want to say before it's shown that i'm, I'm still a huge fan of what you do you're amazing <laughs> do it that's an order last week was the first silkies hike of yeah. 2020 it happened in fort lauderdale this weekend it's happening in waco uh now, now this is fine right i'm glad that you you've been plugging us and all that find out where you can hook up with it okay jeremy can you pause that oh i feel and like then I, going. I want you to bring up the white stripes here uh that little thing i had uh let's see okay okay what the fuck is going on with your hair dude oh you're making oh you're jack whiting me dog you're oh, look shit. at okay oh, now jeremy oh. go back and forth go back and forth Woo. the first time because right. i was Okay, go back. Wildly out of regs. You know, but I, I noticed you're not calling out my dope-ass pack of smokes in my sleeve pocket. I didn't, I didn't even uh, notice. And now, now, bring up his picture. Bring uh, up, yeah. You can, now, look. Go, now, it's a little shorter. Oh, yeah. Also, K-pop. Yeah, this is all. I did a little stint <laughs> in fucking uh, Osan. Uh, you know, not a lot of people know about that. Yeah. So, you're, all right, Jeremy, you can bring that down. What was going on with your hair? Why was it? Is your hair, t is it really I, that jet black? I'm a black? comedian, man. I'm a, I'm a comedian and a chameleon. Um, and I just started piling <laughs> around with vet TV at this time and, okay. um, and, and they had me come on and actually I was, I thought you were about to kick my, in my dick for not being at that, uh, hike. Oh, I no, like, no, no, oh, no, I, I wasn't be there. And then everything changed. And once I, I, I look for fuel, I look for rounds to fire down range. And I was just put, I put you in Google and I'm, and I found that I was like, what the fuck is going on with this guy's hair? Is You're he just... wearing a wig? Now take your hat off now, if you will. If All right. As well, an, office, as an officer to an enlisted you're right in the dude. Yeah. Oh, it's like, do you know uh, what? Your hair is actually that color. Yeah, it is. I didn't oh, realize yeah. that. I thought you had like dyed it jack black. I thought you were like a, no, a, man. a goth just, guy. Look, man. This this is. I'm just a dude with a beautiful head of hair and a giant. <laughs> that is a beautiful head of hair. The world, dude. Nothing you were like, you know what it's like. Absolutely. Nothing like having a veteran podcast where we talk about hair and looks. I mean, that's what we do. We're basically the Kardashians. Uh, for veterans organizations, which is awesome. And it's always like being representing the air force is always such a hard thing to do when yeah. you're talking with like every fucking Marine in the world is, is in love with vet TV and they're always out on the hikes and it's always like, yeah, we should do the shit. I'm like, yo dude, I'm an air force, man. Fucking golf course, <laughs> golf course, golf carts. That's my bag. One wheel. Uh, that's what I've been cruising around. Bad yeah. guy, man. I lost a lot of good men on the, on the back end of the par three outside of the <laughs> air, you know, the airport, dude. a lot of dudes. Yeah, it's it's it a hard thing. Let's let's mention that it's a you know you, you you're on a uh, silky hike and you find some other Air Force guys and we joke and stuff. I'm this is the weird thing. Like I'm a combat injured, like medically retired veteran hero. from Iraq. Hero, you can say, bro. Air Force. Sorry, I'm Air Force. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And it's it's but you know what? As long as you embrace that and you don't you know some people get I guess defensive over it and they're just like no Air Force it's like just get over it you're know who you were know which lane you belong in yep. and just you know you served and you could have died and that's that's uh, <laughs> but did you, you know, die <laughs> but did you die that's right. 
here's the next question. All right, sure. I want to talk about comedy and podcasting, right? A lot of folks think they can do both. Uh, and, and I used to do comedy back up in, in Boston, which is like a brutal area to ever get into yeah, that. Heard, I've heard a lot of, about you. But but when I was up there or, or when I was doing that, people say, uh, I mean, you know, how many people do you know? They're like, oh, yeah, I was thinking about doing comedy because they know how to make people laugh in a in a at a restaurant, like at the bar or something like that. But they don't understand. They don't understand the work and the bloody hell you go through to actually get up and say comedy now here's my question i know it was kind of roundabout way which which do you like better do you like doing stand-up or do you like to do uh the podcast the broadcast journalism as we call it oof well that's a great question and thank you kevin for asking um <clears throat> uh i i i'm a comedian first i right. always say that uh podcasting is something that i know how to do because when especially like when COVID happened uh, everybody just like shut down and it was like, shit, dude, there is no place to throw down. And I never stopped talking and I'll tell jokes in a fucking closet to like, a f like fucking nobody. I don't care. Right. I, uh, shit. Um, and that's when everyone was like, hey, the entire comedy community, especially in San Diego where I'm at, it was just like, Bew. and podcasting was a way to stay relevant, be able to continue and work on your craft and, and just kind of keep staying sharp and i'd been podcasting before and i did uh you know i had a podcast called honorable discharge <laughs> which is just i still like that name <laughs> it's a good uh, name good name yeah and uh it's on itunes you know you can check it out uh, um uh, <laughs> but yeah it was it was i liked mixing comedy and podcasting and when i was working at the comedy store uh, if a performer came around and I, I i would research them and i would be oh shit if they have a military background i would try to get them on uh, you know, now just or if they had a connection to the military, and uh, like Vicky Barbalak, who is on America's Got Talent, she was never in the military, but she loves, she fucking loves Marines. She has this bit about going down to the Marine Corps car wash at Oceanside with all of her fucking trailer park girls and just watching, you know, and they're out there in, in those little, they're, they're, just, they're just out there and they're, they're only wearing these little things. I'm like, Vicky, they're called silky. She's silkies, that's what they're called, the silky. I'm like, oh my God. So she used that whole bit. And she actually called them silkies, and you can, you can Google that too. And she's just such a sweet lady. And then, like, Donnell Rawlings, who is Ashley Larry in Chappelle's show, like, he was a motherfucking Air Force cop. And, you know, like, to have this guy come to my studio and sit down and be like, yo, dude, you were like, fucking, fucking, come on into the gate. Were you ever like, I'm gonna be like, I'm rich, bitch? You know, like, is that, would that ever cross your mind? And no, dude. And he had great military stories, and it was so much fun. That was actually like our Veterans Day episode. It was fun. So nice. but back to your question, what do I love doing most is, is it's always comedy in whatever way, shape or form. And even if that comes at a Silky's hike, fucking smoking and joking for like 12 miles with you clowns. Dude, I, 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 I tell my wife all the time, right? Cause I work in medicine. So there's nothing more boring than what I do. You know, <laughs> people picture like, uh, um, I'm saving lives and stuff. No, I'm not. I'm wiping noses. I'm wiping middle-aged women's noses. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horrendous, but I'll sit there and we'll watch like whatever, watch whatever show. And I'm like, that is to sit down at a table, like a writer's table and everyone's trying to bring the funny. That's gotta be the fucking greatest thing. Did you, do you ever, I, I don't know about what you do with, with, um, vet TV, but do you guys, are you part of the writing? Do you, do you get together I and. I do some writing. I do the live uh, broadcasting. Donnie's starting his uh, his vlog series and stuff like that, which is different than the live show that we used to run. Um, 
and I don't actually get to like, it's actually kind of cool. My job started with uh, uh, Vet TV when I was a consultant, like a comedy consultant on veterans laughing together. And part of my job, like one of my first gigs was like feeding Donnie lines as he was sitting down interviewing all those, those combat vets. Right. And it took about 30 seconds of that before Donnie was just like, get the fuck out of my ear. And everyone's like, no, yeah, no, it's, this is not the time to be funny. And so, <laughs> that, so for the rest of the shoot, I just sat there like feeling useless, just kind of like looking around, but like listening to everyone tell these stories and being like, I cannot fucking wait to see this finished product. And it was amazing. And, uh, and, but then like when you go to like meanwhile in the field where, you know, cause you don't know, cause you haven't checked this out. Cause but, I'm know, freaking, I don't know. I, like I'm an adult. That it, has stuff. It, 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 you should fuck it. You'll eat that up. Cause uh, <laughs> You know that was a huge one, and um, I play a lieutenant that nobody really cares for, and I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> and but it, the the character was kind of open to interpretation. And I was actually sure. telling some friends today. It was like it, Matthias Kinker who wrote it. You know, he didn't give me any kind of direction on what character sure. would be. So like my character was like, all right, well I'm going to be a dickhead lieutenant that fucking shops at REI, and you know, like, awesome. just annoys everyone with his gear and and Get stuff. We had that freedom. Getting the creative juices, I'm going to use that term not to turn anyone on, is just, it's free, it's one of the best things on earth. Um, I think the main difference uh, between uh, stand-up and, and podcasting is stand-up, you can take a joke and work it over like six months. And you can be like, you know, and, and it, it can suck and you can eat a dick and then you're like, next time around, I'm just going to rewrite it and try this and try timing. With podcasting, you got one shot right? You, you go live. It, it, that's yep. if you do it live, you go live. And then the next week, if you start talking about the same shit, you become a broken record and it's just mm -hmm. not going to work. So it's, it's a lot harder. Um, I want to bring up, I just realized I'm running behind schedule, which is pretty, yeah, you are. pretty standard, pretty standard. I want to bring up this beautiful fellow right here. I'm going to pull him up here. Uh, um, where is he? There's two of you, dude. There Come he on. is. There Ladies he and gentlemen, is. I don't know if you recognize this person, Jeremy. I'm going to pull you down real quick so we can get a better <laughs> picture of him. This is the smartest man in the armed services, Gustavo Martinez. Welcome to the show, Gus. All right, give me a second. <laughs> this is there a hard-drinking Marine. He is a typical Marine uh, NCO right there. But um, last week we had the Battle of the Branches, and we had a bunch of people on. Uh, Ron was one of the – he was the Air Force representative. We even had a Space Force guy. And Gus blew it out of the water. And, and I think one of the big things about Gus was like – I asked the Navy guy. The Navy guy totally just – he tanked. <laughs> he didn't get anything right. And I asked him what pi was. I'm like, give me pi to three decimals. And then uh, Gus is like, well, do you want it – I mean, you could say it's 3.141, but, you know, it's yeah. really if you – because it's 1419, you would have to round it up to the point. I'm like, fuck, dude. Pi put us in our place. We all knew that we were playing something. I was like, fuck. Talk about, talk about why. Okay. So how are you ushering in the new year besides sitting here and watching us just talk, just jab? Just hanging out, man. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we hear you. We hear you. Great. Nice. That's a great setup. Is, is yeah, this, I'm working my, on it. What is that? Uh, I see an aircraft on your shirt or I mean on your patch right there. What's going on? Oh, there? yeah. That was from uh, when I was. I'm actually, I was actually got out of the staff and show. I can't find my other patches, but this, I is, mean, this is probably the best rank ever in the Marine Corps being a sergeant. But that was for, uh, I was part of a unit with, uh, we worked with uh, the AV8 uh, Harriers. Okay. Sweet. Out of uh, Yuma. Yeah. Yeah. Those are relics. They still fly them, though, I think, right? So the, the uh, 
Yeah, I think they still fly them. I know F-35 is kind of taking over now. Well, you definitely represented uh, the Marine Corps, and uh, <laughs> and you won a T-shirt. Yeah. You won a T-shirt for your... Uh, your contributions to figuring out from the Department <laughs> of Defense who, in fact, is the smartest branch. What if your grandkids look back and they say, hey, granddad, uh, tell me about 2020. What's going to be your answer? Um, I would say definitely appreciate toilet paper. <laughs> you know, exactly. it, it, for a while, it was, it was really hard to find, you know. It was, um, but. I was actually the guy that I, I was at work and I looked at the toilet paper dispenser and in my, I was the guy that was like, I could, I could fucking steal all this and make it home. <laughs> if the cops don't pull me over, yeah. I, I became that scumbag. I didn't for the record, if my boss is watching, which hopefully she isn't, uh, I did not yeah. steal any toilet paper, <laughs> made my own out of white sheets. Yeah. But you know, what's funny is though, uh, there's a low, it was hard to find toilet paper, but there was an abundance of alcohol. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, there was a guy, know. there was a guy who was on, uh, um, some social media and he was walking from, uh, recycling bin to recycling bin in his neighborhood. And it was just, yeah. this is like early in the pandemic and there's just bottles piled up all over the place. It was awesome. <laughs> and I, I, do you know what? I honestly, I understand that because I was, um, I was one of those guys that like every now and then I'd go to Mike's bar revival 1869 here in the heart of Clayton. If you guys are ever in town, we are going to Mike's bar. He was a former Marine, uh, and he's got an awesome place. Uh, good plug there for Mike. Check him out. You can also buy his stuff online because our governor, I mean, our King has granted us the ability to have take up booze. So I think, uh, uh, his honor, Roy Cooper for allowing us to, to, you know, have business and give people paychecks. But anyways, yeah, check him out. Revival 1869. If you're local and if you're not local, I don't know, he's a Marine. He freaking, he was real deal. Go to, um, revival 1869 and buy a t-shirt. Uh, I just lost my train of thought because I gave him a big <laughs> plug there. So big shout out. Okay. Well, with that said, I'm looking down and now all my guests are popping on and we have 20 minutes to the new year. So I've got two guests here. Who, do I, who should I bring on? I see, I see you two down there in the corner, but I'm going to bring up my favorite guest, one of my favorite guests. And you know what's funny? She's smiling. She knows exactly who she is. Uh, one of my favorite guests from 2020, and that is, I believe this hey. is Tiffany from hey. the Combat Divas podcast. What's, what's going on? What's up, guys? For, for, for everyone who doesn't know uh, the Combat Divas podcast, you should. It's always ranked up there. I mean, I think I saw it. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I think I saw it ranked just below Jocko Willink's podcast. Is that right? It was number two, yeah, in the podcast oh, magazine. That was awesome. Yeah. That is huge. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. So how was, I don't remember when we spoke. It might have been mid-year. Uh, I think it was actually it was just, the fall, but oh, it was. <laughs> it was like mid-year of September. <laughs> She's like, it was yesterday, you idiot. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, how how has 2020 panned out for you guys? I know. I, I assume at the very beginning you had certain plans, and then you got to yep. March, and then everything yeah. changed. Everything everything took a shit, but we're used to it because it's like the government. Well, because so. you were a former Marine. Yeah, back when I was in the Marine Corps, but no, we uh we actually had a a decent year. You know, I as a family we experienced some losses, and Tanisha as well. She was trying to get on, but I think she's tech 
technologically challenged here. No um, but we had some some issues in the beginning, but um, decided to rechannel that energy into the book. And here we are at the end and a book about to come out. So that's that's not too bad. Nice. Oh, wait, I think I see Tanisha on here. Hold on. Let's see if we oh, can add her. You might have figured it out. She's in like Arizona somewhere. Jeremy, I think I added her to the stream. See, see what we have. Is Jeremy even awake anymore? Jeremy's just passed out at his computer. Which, no, I'm here. You got me muted. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Okay, I got, there's so many people on the screen, I don't even know what to do. I mean, uh, is this like how Marines podcast? I, I, I find it amazing that he has on a flag vest. Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's some shit going on in his background that's not mine. I don't know. I'm just he's waiting for 2021 got, to kick off. I see. God. He's here, but he's got no video, so. Back he's, in the Marine Corps, this motherfucker is awesome. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> get my ABA, put it on. He's playing it. He's playing it like it's it's. Remember Y2K? Although you guys are all too young for that. Back no, children, you're right. we, children we gather around. around. We're white. Yeah, <laughs> children gather around. I was. I, was, I still got I was, hand somewhere. I was literally. I was up in New Hampshire. And I, I don't know how old I was. Twenty two, something like that. Twenty one. Yeah. And I was like. uh I was like, should I get a gun? <laughs> this is before I was in the military. I'm like, is this shit really going to hit the fan? And then I just went out and partied. Because um, that's what you do at that age. And it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that, you know, it, it's just, it's perfect example of what you do at that age. People thought the world was going to melt down. And I yeah. fell face first in Portsmouth, New Hampshire <laughs> after drinking myself into oblivion. So pre, pre-military days. So t uh. tell us about the book. Yeah, it's uh, it's it'll be the pre-sales have began. It's on unfeatheredinc.com forward slash press, and uh, it's also on our website combatdivaspodcast.net. But um, it has been an amazing journey. We just kind of outline. We always get these self-help books that say, "Here's how to be successful. Here's how to be happy." But the primary layer layer of that is how to survive. And so we we thought we come in at the primary layer and tell you how to kind of deal with your shit and then you can be happy and maybe successful after that but success is in the eye of the book oh no holder so oh, okay. fun to, to write it and outline some things within it nice uh oh i'm sorry no yeah. no we got you we got you can you hear us okay all right cool okay what what is the process and i ask this to all my friends that write books because i don't understand yeah. I don't, I can't comprehend the idea. Like I try to write stuff and I get about a paragraph in and I'm like, I got to go do something. Else. <laughs> What's the process of actually writing, writing a book? Did you like follow a, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. I, I first, we started with an outline of kind of what we wanted to do, like storyboarded it, you know, like what do we want to talk about and what order we want to talk about it. And then we went on to just throw up on paper. The first draft is terrible. And then we go back and say, oh, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking here and right. clarify some things and go back for the third draft and uh, hopefully that it, it's uh, it's good enough for the public. So I, I hear that a lot that like you don't, don't worry about what you're writing. Just it's the act of writing. Sit down yeah. for say it's 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day and, yep. and don't think about punctuation. And that's hard because I'm kind of a perfectionist and I'll go back and, <laughs> and fix things. I'm like, no, just write. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Did you do any dictation or anything like that where you didn't have to look at a, a page or? Uh, we did a little bit. The podcast helped. So we kind of, I kind of transcribed some of that. And um, some of it is like a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> so that really helped a lot. So it's just a, a plethora of things from parenthood to PTSD to 
you know, military jargon, like hurry up and wait, you know, how that's helped us in our, in our civilian lives. So sure. Sure. Uh, it's, it's been pretty cool. And you're still active duty, right? Uh, Tanisha is. Tanisha. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I had the medical uh, uh, retirement a couple okay. years ago. So you're, you're a retiree like myself. I actually, I, I am it here. I have a, I have one of the old guy blue hats that have yeah. a thing that says retired. <laughs> I never wear it, <laughs> but I want to take it to a golf I, course and wear it, walk around. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Especially with a mustache. I fit right in at the VFW. This goddamn mustache. When did you start growing it? November? Uh, yeah, no. What happened was I had to, I got exposed to, to COVID in my job and then I had right. to get fitted for an N95 and I couldn't have facial hair. But last <laughs> week I got, not last week, Monday, I got vaccinated. So I'm like, it's coming back because I don't care. Oh, anymore. look at you with the vaccine. Yes. Oh, high tech. Uh, Let me know if you get a third testicle. We'll see what happens. Heard heard hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no, we're still down to, we're still got one. Uh, <laughs> so where, where can folks find your book? I mean, I, sure. I, I assume here, Jeremy, can you pull up, um, the website maybe, maybe i got this one right um yeah, if jeremy now. can pull it up yeah the, his... the pre-sale is on uh it's on unfeathered ink which is our publishing company it's on unfeatheredink.com forward slash press okay and you can find it there the, both the hard copy and the uh and the and the, the softback and okay. um yeah so the pre-sales are going on they're going better than we expected so that's exciting nice. And uh, we just can't wait to roll it out. The I think it'll be for veterans. It'll be different from when civilians read it. It'll be more informative for veterans. It'll be more like ah, I remember sure. when that shit happened. So I think uh, we're we're very excited to roll it out. I, well, I can, I can tell you right now, I'm going to buy a copy. I'm going to read it, and then what we'll do, we're going to do. I make this promise now because these these episodes are kind of goofy. Um, I'm going to have you on a one on one like we did the old the old school ones. And we'll do like a because I, I mean, if you could look here, I have a stack of books that veterans send me. And it's like, God, I mean, some of them are great. Uh, some of them are they're all great. What am I saying? They're all wonderful. They just take a little while longer. But I like to read them, write down notes and have people come on and, and do a proper interview. So we'll we'll work that I think out. That's awesome. I, I can't wait uh, to, to come back in January, hopefully. Nice. And uh, kind of talk the piece. Yeah, we had already planned to send you a copy. You're on my copy list. So oh, I'll buy one. I'll buy one. It's the I got I got a check today from the government. I have no idea what for. Right. I got a $600 check. I like so to support the- my veterans. What was the link? What was the link I can give them? It's uh, unfeatheredink.com forward slash press is where unfeathered the uh, ink. Let's see if Jeremy can spell this one. Unfeathered ink. He's a marine. I don't know. Right. Unfeathered ink at uh, unfeatheredink.com forward slash press. Press. P R E S S, correct? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Hey, Damn. sometimes those four letter words or five letter words get you. Man, back when I was in the core, they got me too. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, thanks for coming on. Feel free to hang out because um, for the next 10 minutes, we're just going to kind of play it by ear. I got a lot of videos I want to show. I want to go over right. my ear review on um, on videos and have people chime in. Uh, one of the big videos that I want to talk about is this year. We all know that, um, you know, folks have uh, post-traumatic stress uh, and, and all that stuff. But I think one of the biggest stories we reported in, oh, hi, Tanisha. How are you? <laughs> uh, we missed it. Can she hear me? I, can you hear me? Okay, I, can, I can hear you. 
She she looks um, ejected. We missed you. We missed you by just a, a few seconds. Yeah, a few um, seconds. But I think the the biggest story is obviously a post traumatic stress. Um, but did you know that if you have not been evaluated by the um, uh, the VA for your PTSD, you might be in luck because the DOD and the VA and VA are looking into reclassifying. Uh, uh, mental health trauma into a thing called pre-traumatic stress disorder. It's classifiable. Wow. Into, yeah, it's classifiable. Um, and Jeremy, can you bring up that video? Uh, it's an interview with private nation, nation Nathan Glazier, uh, who suffers from this debilitating disease. And we'll learn, oh, about, we'll learn about what this is. Let's see I think I saw the documentary a little bit on uh, your page. On the, the pre-traumatic stress? Jeremy, yeah. are you unable to bring it up or... I like how you have the Marine doing the technical shit. I know. Right? Now I'm oh, gonna hey, pass. Marine. Jer right, Jeremy, Jeremy, pull up the video, man. I'm looking for my, my laptop. Half my laptop has crashed. Oh, God oh, damn man. it, Jeremy. It doesn't look like this. Is, is okay. It's, it's just being out here in the woods, man. I'm telling you. Hey, maybe I can do it over here. Do you think? I have it all set up. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, you do. Let's see how this goes. What are we at? 11.50 p.m. We got 10 minutes yep. of the new year. All right. I'm going to do a share screen. And then I'm going to do share video. Yeah, half my screen is frozen. Oh, Jeremy. I hate when it happens. So you I'm know, afraid to move. My 5G is trash. trash. Mine actually, I, I, mine crashed during the last episode. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Here we go. It is. No, this is the K-pop thing. Maybe I don't have it up either. K-pop. Oh, wait. Oh, you're wait. saying you never gave it to me? Wow. No, I gave it to you. Here we go. Look, we're losing listeners. We're losing listeners. I'm going to pull it up right now. <laughs> here it is. You guys are looking at all my notes. You see my notes here. Uh, there's pre-traumatic stress disorder. I click on this. I click on that. I sound like such a boomer. <laughs> click yeah, on this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to restart this now. And now here we go. Tell me if you can hear. I hope we can hear it. Uh, are you seeing my screen? I can yes. see your screen. I can yes. see your screen. Okay, here we go. Everyone. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Strap in. And it's not working. God <laughs> damn it. The, the whole show goes off swimmingly, and then it just freaking falls flat on its face right here. Hold on. I'm going to give it another five seconds because every second that goes by, we lose another listener. Yeah. It's not cool. So the link that so came, the link up, what that came up, what was it? Despite the oh, here fact we go, here that we go. we've been saturated with images of war over the last few decades by the news media, it's still almost impossible to communicate the horrors of actually being there. Many soldiers return with life-altering injuries. Private Nathan Glazier is one such soldier whose life has been changed forever by his military service. So thank you for being here, Nathan. I appreciate it. Um, what was it like over there? I fear for my life every second. Jeremy, bring Ron up too. And Let him hop really on. The strangest feeling because there's, there's never a moment when you're not constantly younger. So how, tell us about your specific injury. How did that happen? <laughs> well, it actually started before I was deployed to Afghanistan. I, the doctors think it started in basic training. I'm sorry, I don't understand it. The, you're, I'm saying, did you, were you in a firefight or? No, I, I, I never was deployed, never made it to Afghanistan. <laughs> you didn't go to Afghanistan. No. So you did not sustain your injury during an attack. No, it was from screaming. Unless <laughs> your screaming. voice from screaming.
He's fucking bearded. 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 And that's how it is. Wow. Since you've been back from basic training. You know. You know. <laughs> God damn, some people just know funny. They just know funny. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the guy from Archer. Real, real. Can you pull down my screen? Where's my screen? How do I remove it? There we go. Look, see? No, no it's back up. What? Jeremy! What? Oh my god, are you. Are you said bring it down. I brought it down, damn it. Are you having a stroke? It was pretty really? messed up. I thought that was one of the best videos I saw of last year. Um, I was actually, waiting on like this big, you know. I know. I feel like oh. Tiffany, you were like, you were like, oh wow, this sounds like it might be something important that we should. Yeah, talk about. I was like, <laughs> trying to, and then all of a sudden it goes down here. I'm like, what the fuck? Then he says he loses his voice from uh, thinking about <laughs> imagining what it was like to go. Oh man. Here's something else before we bring on the new year. Here's something else uh, I want to bring up. This year could be called the year of the flamethrower. Uh, Jeremy, do you have? We have three flamethrower uh, links. Uh, can you play yes. the first one? Yes, play. that would be uh, Kentucky Man. Hold on. Let's see what he does. Come on, Jeremy. Can... How awesome is this guy? <laughs> it's so hot. He is the he is the best. Uh, uh. He has to be a veteran, right? Has to be. Look at him. Yeah, that's the best. That's a, look at him. That guy's been in. That guy's been in the shit. That's, that's a marine, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that that hat is actually an Air Force standard issue. I think you're right. I think you're right. Do you know what's ah. even scarier is to think that our grandparents used to actually run into battle with that shit. They used to run into <laughs> battle with flamethrowers. Like, wrap your head around that. Okay. People. People used to run <laughs> at machine gun nests. Dude, peyote was so good back then, bro. It like, had to have been. How, no. the hell did, how the hell did they do that? Well, here's the second one. This guy's my freaking hero. Uh, pull up the second one. I don't know his name. He's a rapper from, I want to say New York City. I want to say this happened in New York City. Big Apple. Big Apple. Do, do you know what you're talking about, Ron? I, I, oh. I had to guess. I was thrown out a guess. Jeremy, are you able to bring it up? Stupid I'm bringing guess. it up now. Hold on. I'm going to hire Jamie from Joe Rogan. I'm just saying, man. It's, it's a pain in the ass. From Joe Rogan. My, trying to bring everything back up last second. got to get the interns in the same room with you so you can fucking shoot them. Oh Check this out. Top of a city bus. And then everyone starts filming. No one's afraid. No one's afraid. <laughs> like, this, is this is the fucking year that gave me a boner. Like that. <laughs> they're filming. Oh, they're like, I, this is 2020. Yeah, it's just shit. a man on a city Aaron bus Buttinger with a flamethrower. Commented on that. Looks like Chicago. I, I mean, God, I just saw Buttinger's comment on that video. That would be something that Ron would You know the people that. <laughs> It's terrible. It's like catching your sister on Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> well, there's, <laughs> there's good news. There's good news. Uh, I actually found the website you can buy that at. It's throwflame.com, and it's only $2,500, I think. We have one here. Wait, wait. No, wait. You have one in your where you are right now? We have a flamethrower in the other room, apparently. I didn't know they brought it. <laughs> oh, can you wow. can you bring this over to us? We need to Hold see on, this let at me this go point grab in time. It. You, yeah, go get the Let us learn. 
Let us learn. What else do we got? Twenty twenty was also the year of the murder hornets. Do you guys remember the murder hornets? They came and went. I I don't remember the brief second. And that's how I figured. That's how I figured uh, the virus would be, right? Because with Ebola, we were all freaked out, and then nothing happened. It came, yeah. and a few people got sick and shit their pants, and then it was over. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought the uh, uh, COVID was going to be that way. Um, nope. Nope. But the murder hornets, thank God, did not. Uh, I wish Jeremy was here because I found this guy. Uh, do you know I'm going to do it again? Let's see if I can do this. We have – oh, shit. It's two minutes till New Year's. Oh, um, Hmm. Well, I have time to bring yeah, up murder hornets. Another couple hours. That's right. No, this is like it's going to be Happy New Year's, Good Night, and I'm going to sign off. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can stay on for a little bit longer. Uh, let me look here. I'll do Jeremy's job for him. Uh, so Navy pilot. You. you said you have so much to tell me. Yes, man. I'm so excited about Silky's hikes this year. All right, talk, talk while I bring this up. Do it. All right, you beautiful bitch. Listen, I'm going to be going on about, like I said, about a dozen hikes. I'm trying to get Vet TV to, to follow me around while I go to the hikes. And, and, so, uh, it. and uh, so just to shit. interrupt you, there, it is. Is, there you uh, go. Talk, talk. That Elon Musk made. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. What in the entire? Is that in the shape of a Malaysia airline plane? What is, oh, it's actually that got a is... serial number on it, too. Oh. It looks like like something off the Mandalorian yeah. or something. Holy fuck! Does this say that boring? Awesome. Yeah, but because because that's not the boring. Oh, that's yeah. that's Elon Musk's. That's Elon Musk's uh, uh, brand right there. I guys, we're yeah. coming up to less than a minute. Sweet, that's a minute. Yeah, yeah. Bring in the people. I might mute you because it's going to be loud as hell. Don't be too loud. We're coming in. <laughs> Coming in at uh, right. less than a minute, guys. All right, I'm gonna let you do the call. I'm gonna let you call the ball, as they say in the Navy, because I have no idea what time it is. And, uh, call the ball. Oh, uh, that sounds like a Navy thing. <laughs> you guys are amazing. All right, Jeremy, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you guys count it down. Oh Get man, I gotta bring up the countdown. Shit, you that would like, be a good idea. Seconds. Somebody's gotta bring it. All I'm looking at is a clock on my computer. Five, oh, it's eleven fifty. Three, Seriously? Two, one. Happy New Year! Twenty twenty. Three hours of it here. Hey, what's it like being on in 2020 over on the West Coast? What's it feel like? Because I can tell you right now. Oh, man. 2020. We're still for the time over here. 2021. It's 10 p.m. here. Oh, you're stuck there too. Oh, my gosh. Um, for the, the listeners, this is I, – I forgot your last name. Tanisha B. B. I forget Bolian. Bolian. Okay. See, I got the B right. Uh, she's the second half of the uh, Combat Divas podcast um, and the co-writer of the book. And if you missed, I don't know how much you heard, Tanisha, but um, yeah, we're going to get you back on. So anyways, yeah, I, I can tell you, Ron, right now, 2021 is like an extended orgasm in a hot tub. Oh, oh. I'm into I that. Man. That's my, that's, that, that's, that's, that's all I got for you. I saw, I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. And it's pretty, Isn't that a terrific? yes. <laughs> Ooh. I hate this service. My service is horrible right now. 
Oh, that sucks. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get you on uh, when it I heard matters. most of I heard most I heard most of CG. I did. I loved nice. the book and it was in and out. Nice. Uh, Jeremy, can can you do me a quick favor here? Jeremy's you... shirt says I pull out. I'm I know sorry, I saw I that. The vet T V shirt. Show me a grenade on it. It's hot, man. That's like it's Uh-oh. it's like I love that fucking shirt. Look, it's real. <laughs> That's that. Oh my God! What is happening? That flamethrower grenade? <laughs> I know. I, this is. It's getting off the rails. It's wildly <laughs> um, Dude, it's off the rails. But what's crazy is, Ron, you still have like three hours for this shit, right? No, and 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 while and I'm gonna wind them down with with uh, whiskey when I'm gonna twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. Nice. But no, I just, uh, I, I do want to say, like, honestly, you guys are expanding so fucking much. It is amazing. I actually did want to introduce, I'm here with a couple guys. These guys are actually Ron Raponians. Uh, they're friends of mine. It's Brayden Tramley and and Rob Thomas. It, he actually drove down from uh, Th- Thomas, Rob Thomas? Rob Smith. It's Rob Smith. <laughs> same band, same band. No, whatever. I mean, really good friends. Really good friends. Baby, it's 6 a.m. and I'm still, what? <laughs> Brady went to his first Silky's hike uh, in LA with us, and he's active duty this year. And Rob came with a group of like a bunch of us to to Vegas. Yep, uh, Vegas. Jackie was there, and Gus was there. Uh, Gus wore that same, not that same vest. I think he like pimped it out and sold it or something. But he was there. But I've never seen an organization truly like bring people together the way that you do. And it happens in every single community. And I just, I really do want to wish you so well in 2021 with the growth. And Cindy, you guys, I enjoy being out there drunk as shit on a riverboat. You're probably in the safest place in the world, so good for you. But 70 hikes, that's so huge. That's like a bunch of people. And it's guys like these. Every hike that I've ever gone to, I've made a new friend and introduced them to an old friend. I went to three hikes last year. I'm going to do 10 this year, and it's just going to keep going. Hawaii, there's going to be people going. They're bringing yeah. their families. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking kids. forward to Hawaiian or the it Hawaii. It's going to be insane. I, I'm going to meet you there for the first time if you're there, and I'm going to be able to, you know, like give you a back massage and our mustache. <laughs> and there's going to be like angels and things like. I mean, it's going to be goddamn amazing. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a little. What do they call it? ASMR with the mustache. <laughs> but no, honestly, and that's it. And it's. I just. I, I could go on all night, but I really am like between being at Vet TV. I want to go to San Antonio and, and hit up grunt style and have like a vet TV IW grunt style powwow. Like that would be an amazing thing to, right. I, I think the more people that hear about what you guys are doing, the bigger this thing will get. And and just like you were saying, like how many hikes is going to be a hundred, whatever, dude, I think what, what is happening is, is everyone at Reverend Warriors has just lit this fucking awesome ass bonfire. And now it's just fuck, fuck whatever shitty year is going on. Let's see how hot this motherfucker can get. Plus, I think one of the cool things yeah. about Reverend Warriors is that it's not your grandfather's. Uh, no, now, now, not there's anything no, wrong. No, not with, at all. With theirs, but there's still there's grandfathers on these hikes, dude. Yeah, yeah. Vegas, my dad was on it. My dad's seventy two. He was on one. Wow. People got married at the Vegas hike because they met on IW hikes. That wow. is that's awesome. Probably, the, the, but the we family, are veterans. <laughs> the family that I have now, man, it's it's IW. Like I don't have family. I know it's kind of loud over here, but. And and to say the least, to when we come, when they say we come together and we bring people together, I was literally alone on Christmas. Unfortunately, due to COVID and other reasons, I was going to be alone 
on New Year's, and I'm trying not to cry now, but I have people in the IW family that were that put a fire under my ass to get out of the house and be here with a bunch of good people that allow me to be not alone on a holiday and 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 pick each other up instead of let each other suffer. And I'm trying not to get emotional, but if it wasn't for this organization, I wouldn't be alive. And here I am with my with my closest friends. And I'm sober, which is even worse because I'm not doing this out of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be here if it wasn't for IW. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people of this organization. And yeah. I wouldn't be in a sequins jacket and freaking silkies with an eye pull out shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, love it. I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this organization and I'll drink I, I, I have my moments but man here's to everybody and here's the IW here's to oh, yeah. Combat Diva here's to 21 Gun here's to freaking everybody Grunt Style freaking Vet TV thank you all yeah yeah, amazing. Happy I can't say it better than Jeremy just did. I think yeah. with that, we'll sign yeah. off. Yeah, he's amazing. Thank you so much for having us out here on the West Coast. We have to go get drunk so I can get. <laughs> I want to get to that. I want to get to Jeremy's level. Sober and crying. I don't know. I think I might want to have a couple shots. Jeremy, if we meet on a hike, dude, I'm gonna I'm rub your I'm gonna rub your buttock. Your you right better buttock. be on a hike, dude. Be your right buttock. Nice. So you know, if you both want, I mean, I'm a jarhead. We do anything. Fuck yeah, man. Right. That's, that's so yeah, cool. right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank Everyone, you. check out uh, reverentwarriors.com. Check out 21gun. You got to spell it out for the marines21gun.net. I always make fun of the marines, but I love you. You know I love you because that's all you know I hang smart. out with is, is freaking <clears> – <throat> yeah, and that's right. Uh, yeah. You are smart. Um, uh, call, text, write, do whatever. Get in touch with someone you served with. I do it all the time, all the time. And they're like, why the fuck are you bothering me, dude? It's two in the morning. And I'm like, because I love you. And then they say, you're gay. And I say, I'm only gay for men in uniform and women in uniform. I'm gay for everybody. I'm gay and I'm just gay for everybody. <laughs> there you go. We love you guys. But uh, yeah, so good night, guys. Thank you for coming on. And that is the 2021 show. Tell by the look in your eye For the people that you loved and lost That you never got to tell goodbye Believe about your body God, you never know unless you try One life is a short time And no one knows where you go when you die Go on about the body About the bonfire big and high A fire so big that the flames light up the sky Believe about your body a short time and no one knows where you go when you die
was a short time And no one knows where you go when you die For the people that you loved and lost That you never got to tell goodbye Stand tall while the walls fall down With a smile and a tear in your eye 